0: and now your feature presentation hey hey everybody welcome back to the Colt classic podcast uh cameron jones here always with mark nussell jordan jones Uh, If uh, the audio quality is a little different today uh, We're back to our remote podcasting So apologies for that But this is the finale of our Christmas season Uh, We're keeping it again with the very, very Christmassy feel It's a nostalgic one for us What are we doing today, guys? The 1994 Christmas movie, The Santa Claus Uh, The Santa Claus is the story of single father Scott Calvin And his journey becoming the new Santa Claus
1: Santa Claus is the story of the tough part it is to be a stepfather (laughs) and the bullshit you gotta deal with the ex.
0: True. This was Tim Allen's first leading role in movies and this was riding his high off Home Improvement and this is really just the height of funny Tim Allen. Tim Allen playing Scott Calvin. Uh, Judge
2: Reinhold plays uh, Neil. My weenie Whistle. Wendy Crewson plays Laura. Eric Lloyd young little Eric Lloyd playing Charlie David Cromos uh, Bernard,
1: David Crumholtz, and maybe his breakout role. Now introducing David Crumholtz. What does it have? It has the power of Disney in its uh, live-action movies of the 90s. You feel it. It's a different feel, and you know it is. What does this movie have? Maybe the most realistic portrayal of what it's like to be a divorced family co-parenting yes. since Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. If you take away the magic of this movie, it is a dark, it's realistic drama, a this- kitchen sink drama. The Santa Claus. So, what do you think? Uh, is this a Christmas classic? This might uh, this might actually be one of the most Christmasy movies of all
0: time. that we've done. I mean, other than Muppet Christmas Girl, maybe. But is this a Christmas classic? Yeah, because it moved on to get three sequels. It's because it, well, I mean, granted, those hit sucked, but this was a hit and went on to have many other movies. So
2: Do you know those Pillsbury like rolls you get and you slap them against the corner of a uh, like a counter and they pop open. This this movie is bursting <laughs> with. <laughs>
1: Christmas, it just they can't even hold it. I can in. honestly say I didn't know where that was going, but I enjoyed it. I'm like, I do not know where Mark is Christmas is I, mean, I mean, this is a Chris, this is maybe one of the most Christmas actual themed movies. It's it's bookended, it starts on Christmas Eve, it ends on Christmas Eve.
0: The character actually has a turnaround in this one for once, and the whole point is keeping Christmas, Jesus Christ, in your heart all year, so it's as Christmasy as it gets. N-
1: No, Jordan. That's what it's it's about. It's the spirit of Santa. They don't say anything about Jesus. What do you actually
2: think about like a bookended type of Christmas movie where you do get, you do get summer, you do get spring, you do get fall?
1: There's quite a handful of movies, and the one that's coming on off the top of my mind is White Christmas. It bookends that like the story's in the middle, but what really makes that one a Christmas movie is it begins and ends on Christmas Eve, and that they sing White Christmas. Right i don't know if i always like it but i like it in this one
2: it definitely usually the other other months are like a montage usually you know it's like quick you get back to the christmas feel pretty quick so
0: i mean i would argue this one is definitely a christmas classic especially out of the ones that we've done this season this is our christmas classic this year let's move on to uh, cast and crew
2: and crew directed by john pasquin he had his fingers in a lot of uh tim allen's cookie jars he did he directed a lot of the home improvement uh tv hmm. series um he does the last man standing series which is his like new interesting like what do they call it? Like cable sitcom uh jungle to jungle another tim allen he's only done three movies this movie Santa Claus, Jungle to Jungle, and Miss Congeniality 2. Uh,
0: huh. I do not John remember in Miss, Con- Miss Congeniality 2. I guess I really don't remember Miss Congeniality 2 that much, though. It's a lot like much,
1: Miss Congeniality 1.
0: I can imagine.
1: I don't think Armed
0: they're...
2: Armed uh, and fancy or something. Fabulous? And, yeah. Fa- it's got to be fabulous. It's it fabulous. might be fabulous. Um. Oh, he also did uh, some Roseanne episodes, like the old ones.
0: Hmm, that oh, seems nice. about right.
1: It, it, it's nice to see when people kind of get hooked up and you can,
0: well, it's interesting that because a this collaboration was
1: like or a partnership, it's interesting sure.
0: that the, these two did work together, like on home improvement, and then the Santa Claus, just cause like a trickle down already on verified. I know is that this was Tim Allen's first movie, but I won't give it away, but there were a lot of other big stars who were considered for the role. So it is interesting that they went from his TV show together to this movie, just cause that, it seems like it was a lot of luck judging by the names. I know were up for this I feel role. like
1: a lot of the reasons that, that happened though, is because of their Disney products and, um, it's just Home Improvement it, it, was an ABC show, so I don't know if that's why he got the directing job. But there's still, still a kind lot of like of a crossover.
0: company man, not so much as like the olden days with the production companies. But still I mean, Jungle the
1: Jungle is another one of those Disney movies. You know, let's get on to the cast
0: now. Starring Tim Allen plays Scott Calvin. I mean, obviously, he. I mean, Home Improvement was his big start before this. Uh, Galaxy Quest. Go back and see your episode of that. That might be my favorite oh, yeah. Tim Allen role, actually.
1: Guys, we are honestly two movies away as occult classics. Now that we're doing the Santa Claus and we already did Galaxy Quest, we are only jungle to jungle and wild hogs away from taking <laughs> oh, no. down his Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm just saying, like, we're pretty oh, close. No. Who would have thought we would have been 2 fourths done with, uh, <laughs> right? with uh, Tim Allen?
2: <laughs> oh, man. Okay, continue. I mean, Toy Story. Oh, yeah, Toy Story, of course, with Disney. Oh, I, yeah. We totally yeah, forgot so. about that. Yeah. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, yeah. <laughs> Let's see, Wendy, Wendy Cruson plays Laura, the mom. I actually didn't recognize her, but she is clearly in Air Force One. She's clearly the first lady.
0: She's the first lady. Uh, I don't know why I didn't thing I really that. definitely know her from, but that's, uh, those are two big, huge ones for me. The Santa Claus and Air Force One. Dope.
1: So like that, that, that would be one, one of the, one than this one. Um, Wendy Cruson in Air Force One would be like, I don't remember her in it. I haven't seen Air Force One for years, but if I rewatch it, I'll be like. That's the mom from the Santa Claus.
0: Gotcha. You, know Santa. I mean? you
1: just mm-hmm. you just didn't know who she was at the Air Force one time. So. <laughs> <That line>. Get <laughs> Get off, off my, my plane. plane.
2: <laughs> uh, mm. Judge
0: Reinhold plays Neil. Uh, love him in this movie. I mean, famously from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Um, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Cop.
1: He is one of the most unique, just kind of goofy, dipshittery, Personas and yeah. all of books.
0: and just a cool name, Judge Reinhold.
1: His I'm name, his name helps.
0: Eric Lloyd plays Charlie. Uh, I, mean, Dun- I guess Dun- he wasn't. Dun- 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 Dunstan <laughs> checks out. We checks in. checks in. It
1: checks, checks in. in. Well, well,
0: that that's a movie with an orangutan. You don't get a lot of orangutan movies. Usually, it's a chimpanzee or something smaller. Either way, yeah. I it think checks. I think
1: that happens because orangutans are way more really dangerous, dangerous and strong. <laughs>
0: I think they're a lot stronger. And
1: I think chimpanzees are pretty dangerous and strong, but I think most of the people are like, "We do not face <laughs>
0: tearingly terrifying.
1: Yeah, they're known for face tearing. <laughs> That's for sure.
2: Uh, and it says here he played a, actually a young Kevin Arnold in uh, the Wonder Years. Which is I like kind of that. Fun, fun little fact there.
0: Uh, David Crumholtz, Jordan, you're gonna like this. Uh, you want to him say our, from this podcast <laughs> and us trying to recast him in uh, a lot of things. Or Jordan, at least. No,
1: he he fits a lot of places. You're going to know him from our episode, 10 Things I Hate About You. My balls. True. You're going to know him from this movie <laughs> as Bernard. Uh, and then other things. Those are his two biggest roles. I mean, he he shows up in the Harold and Kumar world. Some of the Judd Aptow movies, he's, like, friends with those guys, obviously. He had a show called, like, Numbers or something like that, but I really like yeah, him. Yeah, I
0: think he was on a cop show for a while or some sort of crime show. Uh, Larry Brandenburg plays Detective Nunzio. Uh,
2: he's um, he, he, he's in Fear and Loathing and The Untouchables.
1: I don't remember from Fear and Loathing unless he's the cop.
2: But he's the one who's, like, name... Scott okay. Calvin. Name? Name.
0: Yeah. Santa Claus. Mary Gross plays Miss Daniels, the teacher, who's like, oh, you Maybe know, th- that's a fun little, that's a small moment, but th- I definitely do remember that watching it back, so she killed her role. Whatever. Uh,
2: I put that in there because she is the school nurse in Hey Arnold. Oh. ah, oh, nice. I think she's in, like, Animaniacs, too. She's, she's a voice actor. She's gotcha. got that good voice. Um, and then Peter Boyle plays Mr.
0: Whittle scott's boss i'm just gonna do a trickle down on verified now i'm pretty sure he's one of the f- few people that makes it through all of them but he just transfers to his father time in the next two movies
1: oh nice but that shot that's a shout out mm-hmm. probably towards the end of it he's passed away since oh Had yeah the be next one they to the do end like of his life
0: the next yeah, he one they died do like, in uh...
1: 2006 so that has to be close to the last one hmm.
0: that's that's pretty much it for the cast and crew right i mean it's, a, it's fairly tight i knit.
1: uh i did have one more name and i just wanted to bring this up Cause throughout the throughout my life, one time Megan's like, you know, you know when you're you're, you're reminiscing, you're like, oh, I used to have a crush on that person when I was younger. Mm-hmm. She right. brought up the uh, E L F S elf. Oh really? Like the head? Yeah. She's like, oh, I kind had wait. a crush on that guy.
0: Elves with
2: attitude. I'm guessing. That Dude, kid, I, with... I have a crush on.
1: Okay. On the, so, on the I was just watching I that have today. A crush Like God, on that, <laughs> yeah. that kid is charming. On that elf. Okay. Yeah. So we all felt it, right? The kid's <laughs> charming. It. But. Because Megan's like, I had a little crush on him as a kid. I'm like, I got to look up and see if he acted later. He showed up in like three movies. He's from British Columbia or something like that. He didn't have a long career. His name is Kenny Vadas. He showed up in this, Santa Claus, 1994. He was in some movie called Captain Courageous in 1996. He was in a Goosebumps episode and Wind at My Back from 1999. So, gone but not forgotten, the charm left off the screen. (laughs) But I counter that as a kid, because this movie came out when I was less than 10. I was like 8, and you Mm -hmm. guys were 4, so you only saw it in VHS as well as with me. Right. Uh, The Judy Elf had a little crush on her myself i'll agree
0: with that I, I always used to think that judy elf is cute when i was a little kid
1: um she would have been my age she's a year older than me born in 1985 and showed up in some things but doesn't act anymore so there you go keep that if you want it <laughs> if it plays creepy don't keep it he can play chase and entourage Vinny chase baby We got a star. you know what
0: that's actually a good look like i'm not I, mean, I could believe it is all right uh that's pretty much for cast and crew let's move on to unverified
1: Welcome to Unverified. This one is going to paint a little bit of a picture to understand that Tim Allen was a little bit bigger star than you're giving him credit for now. Um, in 1994, for one week, he had the number one movie, the number one movie at the box office, the number one rated television show, Home Improvement, and the number one New York Times best-selling book, Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. So there hmm. you go. For one week. That's a trifecta. Huge star, though. He should get a the, the, he should get a it's not
2: an EGOT, but it's uh it's something
1: that alone should get you, know you I mean? a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame I think
0: and it did I'm pretty sure well maybe not that uh, and you yeah. know it helped too you maybe had it before but you know uh this is just a little throwaway one but uh when Laura is looking up at the mystery date game as it's like falling from the sky at the end of the movie uh the music switches real quick to the old like television commercial jingle that they used to have for the board game which I don't know but uh, if anyone actually did play the game that's a nice little add-in
1: I only know about Mystery Day from The Simpsons when they're playing it at that beach house. Never played it myself. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I did know it. but... Uh, this is the f- uh, first lead film
0: role for Tim Allen. I
2: thought that was kind of interesting. And I would have. Th- this is leading to a bigger Toy fact. Story? That I, I think, don't know why.
0: This is leading to a bigger fact that you have, but this was the first Disney movie that Disney hired an ex con to star in any of their movies as a, as a, like a live action or as a voiceover. And just because he was such a big star at the time, they made the exception. And if you don't know, he got in trouble for coke, and Mark has the whole thing.
2: Basically, he was stopped at a Kalamazoo airport in Michigan and was caught with over a pound of, uh, like, a pound and a half of coke.
1: Which, uh, like, I haven't gone through the measurement. That's a decent do. amount of coke, right? To mm-hmm. go through an yeah. airport. A pound and a half. What's that do to you? What, what, what do they send you away for? I'm not that so long, he, apparently,
0: he, because he's doing fine. <laughs>
2: doing well, he was, like, fine. <laughs> he was, uh facing like a lifelong sentence but uh i guess he ratted some people out so tim <laughs> allen's slightly a snitch
1: so the tim moral listening. of the story is rat snitch and you can be Tim rat, Allen rat okay
0: hey question guys do you guys remember the the, the joke 1-800 spank me
1: from the movie no i mean they have a lot of off-the-cuff jokes do you
0: Well, here's the thing. You probably don't remember it because it's no longer in the movie, the version we just watched. So there's a moment where he's like being sarcastically saying 1-800-SPANK-MEAN. I kind of remember that. I think it's when he's putting on the Christmas suit. Uh, But um, I do remember that that
1: sort of from the VHS actually, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I do remember, I remember that, that joke was in there, but they took it out oh. you know, years ago because it turns out one eight hundred spank me was a sex line in Dayton, Ohio, oh, oh, and no kids way. kept calling it, and parents were calling Disney complaining that that we're getting charges from a sex line because of this line in your movie. So now they Imagine, took it out. What you what you guys heard today or yesterday, whenever you watched it, was one eight hundred pound is Ooh, now. Tim I'm Allen sure that's doing. a sex hotline.
1: It's like, or it's
0: something Disney owns now and they're like, Hey, it's the Tim, it's the Santa Claus. I'm sure they set up something. Can I tell you an
1: honest uh, to God antidote from that? We watched Bill Nye the Science Guy in fourth grade and throughout, you know, like middle school, early middle school. They used to do music videos at the end of Bill Nye episodes and they had a 1-800 hotline on there as well. It was 1-800-BONE. But it was for, well, it was for fossils because it was a dinosaur episode. So a bunch of us in right. the class, we called it, and it was a sex hotline. So it's just yeah, like course. this story. Somebody, like <laughs> Tim Allen, the real-life man, snitched and told the teacher, and then they called everybody's parents. And we had to like have a sit-down and be like, listen, guys, we want to apologize. We shouldn't subject your kids to this. Blah, blah, blah. But it was one of those, like, fun things that everybody in the... Isn't that that, that the
2: best thing, like, crowding around, like, a phone? Oh, yeah. Call 1-800-BONE right now. What's
1: happening? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. When we just got, like, the introduction, of course, none of us had credit cards or anything like that, but we had to get around somebody's house phone and be like, oh, my God, Bill Nye the Science Guy's awesome.
2: Like If you're listening to this, go look up uh, Tim Allen's mugshot. He looks exactly like Kylo Ren with the mustache. (laughs) Oh, it is a little crazy.
1: It is a crazy mugshot. Move along. So if I know Kylo Ren, it looks like a guy that sold coke and got caught, right? Has dad issues. Yep. Okay, so
0: this is a fun one. When uh, when Scott and Charlie are leaving the North Pole, you know how the moon looks crazy big there. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently there's a very distinct Mickey Mouse logo in the moon in those shadows. And I could tell if the tell? shadows looked. Uh, well, that, I couldn't. I didn't know to look for that, but I I did look at the moon. and I'm like, oh, that does not look like the moon. It looks crazy unrealistic and big and shadowy. So I'm gonna have to look out for that next time. But yeah, it'd be fun uh, to uh, stick little like uh, Easter eggs in there like that. Even subtle as that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I always love those little little watermarks and trademarks in there. Okay, yeah. so this is going to be a question later, but just to address it now. Uh, so, did you guys notice there's elves a lot in the movie? You'll see kids with pointy ears. It's in the annoying because I'm like, is
1: that oh, an elf? Or a kid I, this, with is, weird ears? this
2: is a
0: question I had. Yeah, I have a question about that too. But just we'll throw that away for now. But uh, there's a few I never noticed. Apparently, in Charlie's class on the on the presentation, there's an elf in his class. Um, When Charlie pulls out the snow globe and all the kids laugh at him for saying, like, my dad's Santa, there's one kid that doesn't laugh, and later there's a shot and he has pointy ears. So there's an elf hidden in that class as well. Little
1: bastard. See, I I kind of noticed that.
0: I caught the ones at the beginning and the end, but I did not catch that one.
1: No, I did notice the one in the class. I'm like, is that an elf? Or does that kid have weird ears? Yeah, what? What are that we one's doing enough, here? like, guys,
0: and here's, here's the only other one I didn't catch. So obviously, there's the ones at the beginning and the toy store in the end. Those are the two major ones that I think most people saw, but the last one is when uh, Scott and Charlie are at Denny's, and there's a boy putting on his coat and watches him sit down. That kid also has pointy elf ears, and I never noticed. Uh, this is a fun one. Okay, so Eric Lloyd, who plays Charlie in this, there's like a few right. times where I noticed him speaking kind of lispy and funny, and that may be because uh, his two fa- uh, front teeth were knocked out on accident right before filming. They were his baby teeth. But uh, just so it didn't look funny, he had fake teeth in the entire movie, for his two front teeth. That makes it literally even more Christmas, because all he wanted for Christmas was, <laughs> was his two, two, front, two teeth. front teeth. But honestly, I think he does a fairly good job acting. And the fact that he's also acting with a weird, probably, like, mouth guard, like, you know, retainer with yeah. two front teeth in, that's pretty
1: good. Um, as long as we're going with uh, annoying prosthetics, I suppose... <laughs> Tim Allen talked about how awful it was shooting in that suit. It got better as the series went on in the second oh. and third movie but he said it was pretty unbearable took hours to put on the the prosthetics to make him look like Santa but it was ungodly hot, they shot in the summer lots of yeah, times uh, they shoot to, these to, movies in to... off sub
0: Go to ahead. have like a direct quote going off that, uh, it, well, one, fun, this is supposed to take place in the uh, Chicago suburbs, but they did film in Toronto in the summer. So because, of like Jordan was saying, the fat suit and the makeup, it was 80 degrees in the studio, then on top of the makeup, it was so much more. But apparently... It says that um, because of that, uh, Tim Allen would constantly forget that there were kids playing elves and go on swear rants, apparently, during the filming of the first movie. But they fixed that for the later ones.
1: It's so funny. Oh. Tim Allen. Oh, he also developed? He, developed
0: a, he also developed a painful rash on his neck, I guess, from the makeup.
1: So I remember when this movie came out, they it's, it's, I, Tim Allen was a guest on Oprah. And they talked about the prosthetics in the I do remember suits. that, too, yeah. I just remember that being such a big thing. But this is an unverified Jordan Jones original. Um, it showed, like, that they had to, like, put all the hairs in, right, you know? Mm-hmm. And they had, like, a treasure trail, you know, uh, going nice. from his belly button down. And Oprah's like, ooh, I guess Santa would have some hairs down there. I'm like, oh, geez, Oprah. I'm Ew. seven, and you're making me feel uncomfortable. Oh,
2: my <laughs> God. What do you think? You thought he just shaved? Bikini wax?
1: No, I imagine. uh, I I would imagine the drapes match (laughs) her up. But that's why she's the best.
0: Uh, Let's move it on to likes and favorite aspects. Likes and favorite aspects. Likes and favorite aspects. I mean, like most of these ones we've been doing, it's just a nostalgic Christmas classic for me. And I I know for Jordan and I know for Mark.
1: Can I tell you things I like about this movie that I think a lot of Christmas movies miss on? yeah um i think it's big for me why one of the aspects that makes me feel so in the spirit of christmas the nighttime christmas eve scenes delivering the presents that's big that's a big feel. the dark night sky Mm -hmm. filled with stars that i don't know why but that makes me feel great the north those north pole shots are magical great
0: whimsical the sky looks really pretty and magical and fake too this might be weird, but like the the failed
2: Christmas Eve, like the burnt turkey. Ah, fuck! We got to go to like we got to go out to Denny's. Scene. Yeah, Actually, we got to go to the Denny's, or we got to go to like a, like a Thai restaurant or something. We got we got we to get
0: we've got to order. It has, out. A very, it has a very Christmas story feel to that to it that scene. I wrote yeah, this yeah, down, exactly. and, and exactly. I truly
1: think it's a like this is um, reflecting as an adult watching this movie. The cattiness between Neil. Uh, Scott oh, and, and Scott. Laura, it's pretty funny. All <laughs> three of funny. them have some good zingers, and the tension is is, is palpable. You can uh, really apart feel from it. just
0: uh, Tim Allen, I would even say just Judge Reinhold is really funny in this movie. And their 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 banter and just acting together, it's I really like how they play off each other in this. It's funny. But yeah. you, but we don't like
2: his character though, right? Can we agree on that? Like he's such he's no, he's, he's definitely neat. a douche, but.
0: He's but I mean, mean no. also it's hard to say. We don't like uh, Neil,
1: but it's no. tough to not see a little just But it's judge yeah, in but, that.
0: It, but it's hard to root for Scott sometimes, you know what I mean? We'll get to that <laughs> Especially later, but it's hard. He I don't he, think he like Scott mumbles Scott's like
2: hey, you, you you did tell me, yeah, you told me about the sweater. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were right about the sweater. <laughs> you, <laughs> it, right? well, you,
0: you, the way the way Neil runs away at the end too, and he's like, Where'd he go? And just like kinda like like disappears around the corner. Like uh, the way he moves. Is so He's dragging us into his delusion. Look at the lengths he's going. <laughs> um, I feel like we gotta say Crumholtz too. Honestly, like it's Crumholtz is such a big part of this movie and this series to me. I mean, Jordan is always trying to recast him. but We have to say Crumholtz.
1: Listen, Crumholtz. I'm has, not saying that in a
0: bad way. I'm not saying it in a
1: bad way. It's I'm Krumholz. telling the listen, movie, I'm, I'm telling those listening to this episode. Crumholtz has it for me. I like somebody with old man energy, and he has it.
2: From, You're saying. Crumholtz has the it factor? I think you.
1: he has I think he has the it factor. I think he's underutilized and overlooked. I don't know if he can <laughs> that be, is. he's just a great off the bench player. Maybe one of the best of all time. Could he is he a star? Absolutely not. I don't think anybody would say no, he not. is. But off the bench, he's gonna get you ten points. You're like, Whoa, Krumholtz got his ten? Awesome.
2: He's <laughs> he's sixth man of the year.
1: Yeah. Short minutes, but he's like, Man, Krumholtz just went three for three from three. And he's shooting lights <laughs> out. Man, we should get him more minutes. But you know what happened when we right. get him more minutes? He shoots three for 10 because he got more shots. He's a rhythm player. He's a rhythm player.
0: The last thing I kind of have is just the fashion. I really like Charlie's coat. It's like just nostalgic fashion for us because it's like early 90s. Yeah. It's what, that yeah weird, what is it, like, what is it's it about teal, teal like that pinkish and purple, purple coat? It's just those weird 90 colorations. We're coming off the 80s. Yeah, but it's everything still a little funky.
1: ebbs and flows. You went from the brown. And beige tones of the '80s and late '70s, and you're like, we can't have this anymore. We need some color. And then they went a little too far, and every NBA team had a teal uniform. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Oh well. I will also just say that uh, Tim Allen makes a good Santa Claus. He does make a good coat, looking Santa Claus. The coat is a little too
2: puffy, too. It's just yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah it's a little puffy. too puffy. Maybe gets like drenched in the snow. It's like, it doesn't Loving resist it. water. It's just
1: it's gonna be a retaining <laughs> yeah. wet coat. We all had it when yeah, we were kids. Yeah, we've all had that. It if it touched snow, you're you're
2: sweating, you're wet the rest of the day. I'm gonna get into my favorite aspect is probably just Tim Allen isms. You've got your just oh oh oh, 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 yeah. oh just facial you expressions. You definitely I get that
0: same Tim Allen feel from uh, Home Improvement. It's the same guy moving over. You're you're pretty much always gonna get Tim Allen, which is nice. It might just be Tim Allen.
1: I think to that aspect though, what's underestimate underestimated about Tim Allen, especially now, it seems like people have turned on him because he's like an outspoken. Like republican republican i guess and like whatever <laughs> but it's he's snide and he's mean but he's the everyman but like his comedy is it's it's got bite to it it's it's pretty under the radar like if you're listening you're like oh shit man he just burned you
0: yeah let's move it on to questions comments animosities Question. I've
2: got a I've got like a easy uh easy uh start right now. Yet yep. another Christmas movie that starts with an office party.
0: Yeah, they always just kind of do,
2: don't they? It's like a Christmas movie trope a little bit. You got your uh Sets the top. Jingle all the ways. Your diehards even though you said it's not a Christmas movie. I had movie. a kind of a question
0: about that, but it was a stupid one. I was like, it's like already dark by the start of that Christmas party, and then he's still going home. And it seems like a far drive, but I mean, it's daylight savings. It's probably dark at like four, so that doesn't really matter. It,
1: it it plays along with the trope of the broken family that they were making so many of these movies in the 90s. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like uh, divorce I, just I, became more... I have an off the brand uh, off the off the hand comment just to reimagine this. So that Santa on Tim Allen's house is really loud, right on the roof. Uh, I imagine that Santa's just actually brand new. He's like from two houses down because it's like hard to get a hold of this. There's maybe like three guys that died that night before it got to Tim Allen,
1: uh, but he was ready to go.
0: Which also, which also brings up my second question: How many single dads has this Santa Claus ruined? How many families has this broken apart where some asshole put on the pants and had to leave his family? Well, I'm Santa Claus now, guys, so...
1: I would be led to believe that if you had a family, they would get to go with you. She becomes Scott's Mrs. Claus. doesn't because he's so That kind so of sucks, broken. too, though. Oh, well, I'm seven, so you're there's saying a, I have to come a... live
0: at the North Pole, and I don't get to go to school anymore, and you're I'm going to it... be weird?
1: Well, I hate to break it to you. I don't want to bring up the sequels, but... Yeah,
0: right. It, hey, we're not talking about it, the sequels.
1: Okay, I'm just saying. you. <laughs> some of those are answered. It's That's um, true. I, does it seem like Scott Calvin would have a nicer car than he drives?
0: I thought that at the beginning, it's too. I, I, I was trying to think that's like the 90s. I was trying to remember cars. It's 94. But seem, it's 94. Basic. I for mean, being it, like the head of a toy a, company. It was a, that was,
1: it was a full-size sedan, mm-hmm. but I think it was just like a Taurus or something.
0: For being like giving announcements at the Christmas party, seems like he's pretty important. seems like he should have a pretty nice car. I agree with what, you on that what one. What
1: does someone like him pull down? I know this much about the company. They, they they eat private lunch in their office. I don't know if that's common.
2: High six figures.
1: Yeah, he, he's a six-figure guy, so maybe that's the right call. Plus, he's got to be paying alimony and child support, probably. So mm-hmm. you gotta you, you live in a condo, and you got that car, and you work long hours for, uh, don't you change me, don't you part me, I'm the <laughs> Whatever the fuck that thing is.
0: Anyone have any questions about that baby elf, and if there's some weird Benjamin Button things going on with that guy? Very young. Is he super-duper old? No, I think he's a young...
1: Oh, you think he works backwards.
0: Is it Benjamin Button style?
1: So the elves are obviously ancient people. I don't know how they age. So the baby elf is confusing for this standpoint. Um, Maybe it's just a kid got lost in... (laughs) It's not the tightest ship.
0: No. Again, I think three Santas died that night.
1: Isn't this the most condescending thing then? Hmm. If a new Santa Claus seems to happen in human years... Mm-hmm. Why is he their boss Why do they all agree to this that
0: I th- Well you know Bernard's a little pissy at the beginning Which does lead me to a question Kind, of, Actually it's more of an animosity No one seems that affected That their Santa just died and Tim Allen's coming in And also just kind of an animosity on that They are not being very helpful They're kind of being a dick about it Like it's a pretty <sighs> fucked up situation All around Their friend just died Well here's the confusing
1: thing Do we? The big question is Did that Santa die or did he just stop being Santa?
0: I think he died. I think he died. I think it's pretty much. I'm pretty sure the clause says until you die, you die or just are unable to fulfill. You can
1: quit. I think you can you retire. Can, you can retire,
0: but it didn't seem like he retired as much. He's like, uh, I'm dying. But, but
1: Cameron and I are Cameron and I are doing the wave. Everybody the, knows the wave the, that the that hand Santa wave. either. Uh, Post mortem wave. I don't know, but he's like Well, onto what we were saying before. Here's me. the
0: here's the, here's the sad part too. He did have a Mrs. Claus and some kids, but Bernard was like, "Get the fuck
1: out!" Todd died. Todd's dead. You got to get out. There's a new guy yeah, get coming. Get the fuck out! It's magical rules. Not everybody gets to be a person of divorce. There's
2: literally, uh, there, there's literally a whole Reddit thread on like the conspiracy theory that like the elves were in on it, like to to get the next oh. Santa in. Yeah.
0: Well, that's even more fucked up. What I'm saying about Todd, the previous Santa, so they just set him up to fail? Essentially
2: just that the uh, the first Santa went down so easily. like He was stomping on the roof like Cameron alluded to earlier. Santa was never on the roof even when Tim Allen really was uh, was Santa. He floated to the chimney. Why was he doing this like big tap dance on the roof to so start he, with? So even
0: that Santa's in on it, and that's like a retirement, you're telling me. Point one,
2: yes, exactly. That's what the wave is like. Hey, motherfucker, it's you now.
0: I kind of like that with the elves being around all over at the beginning. That at least kind of answers some of that question. People
2: also talked about like a Jackie Kennedy thing where like he was assassinated. Like, what happens <laughs> to what, what, what happens to <laughs> what to happens to Mr- what happens to Mrs.
0: Claus? We don't know. We do. We she gets booted know. by no. Bernard. He kicks down the door. He's like, get out. Like, I do like this. When things appear and disappear in this series, it's with that same Muppet Christmas Carol kind of just sparkly yeah. glitter, then they disappear.
1: Um, before we get to more magical stuff, can I talk about kind of the montage of single dad stuff?
0: Yeah.
1: Why would why would Scott even try
0: to make that turkey that late
1: To make that turkey and everything. They make a joke at it four hours. This must be at earliest because of the night. Mm-hmm. Because of the Christmas party, 6.30 p.m. Earliest he started yeah, that.
0: possible. So that's like a 10 o'clock start time for that meal. <laughs> What's he doing? Oh, man.
1: They're not getting to. That's, now, it is an American institution, Denny's, or it was. I don't know if it is anymore. I'm going to throw Perkins in there, too. they oh, similar. Oh, Perkins,
0: Baker Square.
1: 24-7, 24-7. One
2: has a big-ass flag. One doesn't. I think it's Ber- uh, I that'd believe be a Perkins. Perkins. I
0: believe that is Perkins.
2: Those, okay, the toppers, like, they put on the legs of a turkey, those little white little frilly thing no, oh i did notice that what, yeah what are we doing there what what are those
1: so i actually thought about sorry, that those little time? like white yeah, toppers yeah, yeah. i yeah. i
0: would assume just for grabbing right and just, i think it's just it, a, what what to hold it there? so your
1: finger doesn't get greasy yeah, I no think it's, i've never seen no. them in real life
0: yeah i've only seen what? it in cartoons really or like that <laughs> what was the last thing you and charlie did before bed we shared a bowl of sugar <laughs> did some shots of brown liquor oh those are with my shotgun Field dressed like a cat look for women can I ask, what does field dressed a cat mean?
1: <laughs> when cruising uh, for women? That's the, when
0: you skin it and like gut it, and you like dress an animal and like cut it down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. It's like hunting when you when you take out its insides and like dry out the meat okay. so you can take it.
0: Field dressed a <laughs> cat. Jesus
1: Christ! <laughs> I like the. With that though, I like Duh. took shots of brown liquor. Just kinds. brown liquor. <laughs> I, I have some overlying questions about the transition from mm-hmm. Scott to Santa Claus. Um, And it it mainly specifically pertains to all the problems that Laura had and their marriage with Scott seemed to disappear because he's Santa Claus. He's still the oh, same well, horrible Well, I mean, he person, does have
0: a turnaround, but my animosity with that is like, they haven't seen that. All he did was kip it, kidnap Charlie at Thanksgiving <laughs> and disappear for a month and come back way more in character with the guys like, he's dragging us in his delusion. He brought <laughs> Bernard, he has a guy, like an actor in character. Like, it's only escalated. But as soon as Charlie comes back, the mom's even like, oh, doesn't like stop him from going back to his dad. He'd be like, dad, let me show you the present kind of thing.
1: Crazy reaction. And I can't bl- I can't blame Charlie on this, but he only loves his dad once he becomes Santa yeah. Claus. Well, but no, in Charlie's defense you have to blame and Laura's, it seems like he, shit, like he was a horrible husband and dad. Tim Allen is old. a
0: bad dad. He has a reason to be a shit. Although he was I don't want to eat he was being a little bit of a Kevin Arnold.
1: He is. But in, 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 in Charlie's defense, it. man. You're going to make me hang out with dad on Christmas Eve. This is a pretty big night, mom.
0: It's also, that is a bad mom movie. Like, hey, I'm going to my like boyfriend's new husband's family this year, but you're getting dished and he clearly doesn't want to. <laughs> So my biggest animosity, maybe with a Scott, is that he never admits that this could be harmful to Charlie. Like, every single time they try to confront him about what's happening, he's never like, I'm sorry, it's out of my control, I don't know, or like, I know, right, this is fucked up. He's like, what do you mean Charlie's getting mixed signals, you know? Can I jump in front of that bus, though? Like, <laughs> yeah. how old is Charlie?
2: Like, why is this so like alarming seven. right now?
1: Oh, believing in yeah, or like, not he's believing like, in fucking, Santa? How old is he? Like, yeah, if he was 12, yeah. we'd have a problem. The problem is that he, he believes,
2: physically
0: right? believes he went there, and that his dad is Santa, because he's lost his goddamn mind. He's eating the same beef and cheese as Scrooge, and he's just tripping that, balls. No, not not even at the court
2: date. It's not even that they like he thinks.
1: He, Before the court date, Neil and Laura are making a big deal of man. Actually, he's, wait. He's too- the
0: beginning, no, they are being really weird in the house I'm like, what did you tell him that magic is cool again, Dick? They get the 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 principal involved. Okay,
1: this kid's going well, through that, like a that weird. That was the thing. part
0: that it did get weird. That, that was a problem, though. When he did, that, that was the part where he clearly did believe in it, his fantasy.
1: But when he has a beard and is overweight, that's when it becomes indefensible. It's like but oh, another
0: Jesus animosity. God. If kids start lining up and you're already in hot water, you got to put your foot down at the soccer game. Be like, hey guys, I'm not Santa. This is fat shaming. Get the fuck away from me. Then you got to Scare him away. Animosity.
2: That little girl who just thought it was okay to sit I on Scott's laps. And ask for ballet slippers? How cool. rude is that?
1: Listen, there's a lot of bad parenting going on in this movie because I was taught about a little something mm-hmm. called stranger danger. Which brings me to a
0: pretty big question: like, what happens to Scott Calvin? Is he just like declared dead? Like police, like the law and the government, the police see like Santa Claus taking off, but like he had a pretty prominent job. It seems like at a big toy factory. You're like-
1: overthinking it. You've got the spirit of Christmas and magic, and it's just is a little Is the case still open? In.
0: The case is still open. Cameron's right. No, Cameron's
2: right there.
1: Well, no, they, caught, they, they literally caught Scott Calvin. I mean, they caught him, and they imprisoned him. He broke out of prison with his True. ELFs. But the real question is, if Scott Calvin is a real existing mm. entity at the end of this movie, just because Laura throws her yeah, that, paperwork in the fire doesn't mean he doesn't have yeah. a warrant out for his arrest. It doesn't mean that he's still not... Doesn't have custody. He still kidnapped a child. Yeah. So during this time, and this is a big question, and I mm-hmm. I, I have my own answer, but I don't think Scott realizes Santa until the snow globe moment on the like,
0: Thanksgiving thing
1: on um, Thanksgiving night, right before he takes Charlie to the North pole. Like there was obviously m- moments that Scott understood. Oh, I, you know, he's accepted his look, mm-hmm. but he's like naughty. Nice. So he's doing the list part, but I still don't think he. I don't think Scott realizes or has admitted that he is actually Santa Claus yet.
0: You know what? I want I want to see a little bit more of that movie because he must have been just losing his mind at home. He was leaning into it. He was leaning in a bit. At least his, he totally changed his fashion just to red and green. So
1: I don't think he went to work after Mm-mm. that lunch meeting we saw. I think he went zero dark 30 on those guys. <laughs> uh, why didn't he just call in sick to work? Being a single dad, he's obviously not taking time off to go to the big game or see his son's recital. So he's got nothing but sick days left.
0: I do have a bit of an animosity when he's at the doctor's office. He's like, Well, what's your diet? And he's like, Well, milk and cookies. Is that all he's been eating for the past like four weeks? Cause like, even if like you're, you're getting magical and weird, like you can't put two and two together, that you can't survive off milk and just like chocolate chip cookies.
1: I've been doing it for 33 years. Sorry, 30, 34, I'm 34 now
0: Ooh, uh, trickled, trickled down uh, on verified slash animosity And the now syndicated versions on TV They cut out the doctor scene for time That's no longer in the, syndica- like the syndicated TV version
1: Wow oh, okay. yeah.
0: So you don't get that scene And wow. I, th- I think it was because it was a little fat shaming And they needed to cut it for time So that's the one that got cut
1: It wasn't a little I actually wrote down the doctor oh, when he pulls
0: up his shirt, rude
1: <laughs> His... Not only is he rude, but Scott Scott Calvin's heartbeat beats yeah. to dun, Jingle Bells. Dun, dun, dun. He gained 40 pounds in a week, and he's great. Shouldn't he show a little concern? Oh, you didn't see
0: the crossover episode of House where they try to diagnose this man? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be an awesome. House would come to the conclusion, you know what? All the signs point to this and this, but I think he's Santa Claus. I really think he's Papa Jojo. Papa Jojo. That's how that would end. It'd be a a Christmas episode if they had him on house. Um, No, I thought that he should have maybe gotten a second opinion. That doctor was... It seemed more like
0: your friend that's your doctor, like in a movie when you're stopping in the dentist's office. It seemed like one of those kind of doctors. Like, he's probably not even paying for this visit. I got one more kind of animosity than the rest I think we've maybe touched, other than my weenie whistle. I just have to say another good quote is the Judge Reinhold. My weenie whistle. whistle. (laughs) As it's falling down. But uh, animosity, why are all these parents taking their kids or letting their kids go out in the street as Scott Calvin's being arrested as Santa Claus by the police, like on Christmas night, Christmas Eve, why would you let your kid watch Santa get arrested? There's so many people out
1: there. So many kids. No, they don't think Santa's getting arrested. Some of the kids do, but I think the neighbors are like, Oh my God, look, Scott's here. We've been reading about this and watching about it. Oh, that's pretty true. But as as a parent, why would
0: you let your kid, your younger kid, see that? Especially the kid that said,
1: well, let Santa go. She's ruined. Uh, FOMO That's that and uh, mob mentality. <laughs> when when Scott is just about to go to the North Pole, he has a nice, full but tight right. beard. I love that beard. They gotta stop there. I hate the, the beard long by the end. Just all spread out. Yeah, the long wispy one pisses me off, and it would look so perfect. I hate the sled. I hate a green sled. Santa's sleigh has Hold got up, to though, be red. The the, the beginning has sled's to good. Be red. The
0: first sled's fine.
1: First sled is good. What do you mean the they sled? Make... What do you what do the you sleigh, mean? The sleigh, the sleigh, Santa's the sleigh. sleigh. They change it what from classic red and gold to the end of the movie. It's green. It turns into and a, teal. It turns into
0: a nineties sleigh.
1: And I fucking hate it. I Although, hate Although I will
0: say, dope cookie uh, hot chocolate dispenser. That is a nice ad. But well, that
1: brings me to another question. That that hot chocolate looks perfect.
0: Oh yeah, it looks great. It's thick. So like, they are working as hard. Okay, when Santa comes back. The the first time around Tim Allen when he just like does His first night of deliveries they are still Working on presents as if like Christmas Is tomorrow why are they working so hard the next Day it does seem a little Why don't you think that it's like
2: A huge job for
0: uh, like See no I believe that that's not the issue My issue is more of like I think there's a labor Issue going on with those elves and the fact that they're Being worked to the bone
1: I think the real answer Is word got out That there's a new Santa old Santa Died there's Cloak and dagger conspiracy is going on of what happened. And people are just acting busy. It's the end of days there. Bernard's stress, not because the next day is Christmas. It's like, this is about to become unruly. We're not going to be able to control it anywhere. And then you got this toy executive, mid level, high level executive coming in. Stressful situation. I don't think they're making toys as much as they're stress working.
0: Okay. What okay. else
1: do they know? Except Judy, she seems to be cool as shit. But she's like in yeah. the castle region. She's not really oh, in the and, factory. Oh,
0: and, and like Quentin or whatever, Q, 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 who's essentially their bond like gadget maker, he's pretty cool. Oh, and that elf that Megan had a crush on, that is that smooth ass uh, elfs or whatever. The North Pole is sick. It oh, looks yeah. like a like a Las Vegas
2: hotel. Like that thing. <laughs> it
1: does, yeah.
0: Actually, We're, I would go.
2: I would stay at that hotel around. There's this time. a monorail. Be there's like an aquarium for some reason.
1: If there, a is there an, sorry, the, if there was a Christmas if there was a Christmas themed hotel, I would I would go to it sometime.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, around this time of year if I could find like a North Pole with like either in like Wisconsin around winter or something, so there is snow or somewhere that can fake snow, it would have to be like on a ski resort, so it would be good fake snow. You I'm know sure I mean? there's
1: like six BuzzFeed articles that are like perfect Christmas getaways to stay at. Bring the and North I can't Pole wait to till
0: hopefully one of our fans emails or writes the podcast <laughs> so I don't have to look it up.
1: It seems like they were doing all the work and then Santa outside of checking the list. He, they didn't even bring him to the North Pole until well, Thanksgiving. Well, Time may be different hold, there. Time may be different. On, I Jordan. get that.
2: Yeah. He checks it twice.
1: true but i don't think scott is at this point
2: i don't think he did yeah i don't even
1: think he's checking all the way once. i actually
2: don't think scott checked it twice you're right
1: i'm even led to believe that that's going to end up in a bunch of his uh neighbor's dumpsters i don't (laughs) think he dishes god damn well it
0: doesn't seem like after thanksgiving he ever goes home again so i think a lot of it's just still in that house that someone uh has to clear out
1: that it's a nice little montage when they're playing the zz top song give me all your Mm -hmm. lemon does it seem like they made no improvements up until the last 10 days of Scott Calvin's new reign? Not at all.
0: And the whole one worry of falling off a roof, all they gave him was a rope after all that technology. They didn't fix the one problem that would save his life. That's the conspiracy, dude. That's that's what we're talking about. Well, yeah.
1: Did you get a close they up on that?
0: Every Santa.
2: They did this with every Santa before him.
1: No, but what I'm saying is when they hand it to them, it's already tied in the noose. It's like, you know. <laughs> did you, you notice how cold-blooded everything? You want out, you got your options. You know how. <laughs> oh, you know what is something that aged kind of differently? <laughs> uh, as a kid, you're like, man, I bet soy milk tastes like shit. But it's not that bad. It's just not It's normal. not that bad. But if I did
0: think that now, I am lactose intolerant. It yeah. wasn't at the time. And since then, I was like, oh, I bet it tastes like balls. But no, it's fine. <laughs> something, usually, Usually it's flavored like vanilla.
1: But good on her. It must have been really tough to get um, a yeah, soy milk back find, in the... yeah. I bet she had to like go to specialty store. Yeah, I bet a quart cost like forty bucks back then. Must have been real tough. Almost impossible. That's it. All right, let's go on to recasting. Recasting.
0: re-casting. Uh, I have a pretty small one. Uh, the lowest character who I have is Charlie. Do you have anyone lower than that? I, I have a art. deep, deep, deep okay. character. It's the um, it's the police
2: officer who gets tied up by the elves. <laughs> okay, at the jail. It's Keen
0: Bean. It's Michael McShane. It's I'm fucking Keen that. Bean. You know, you know him from King Bean as uh, in uh, Richie Rich. Richie Rich. Yes.
1: You brought him. Up. I gotta watch Richie Rich again. I've seen it. There's gotcha. Been, since I was a kid. Keen
0: Bean. Uh, do you have anyone? Do you have anyone lower than that before Charlie? Yeah, I have Scott's boss, uh, Richard Jenkins, the dad from Step Brothers. Okay. Yeah, oh, I, th- yeah, th- that'd yeah that'd that's, that's totally transferable, actually. Those are pretty parallel <laughs> people to me.
1: Let's start with Bernard. I'll start. I feel like they have a, a very similar essence to them. It's Fred Savage. It's it's young kids that have the energy of a 40-year-old guy. <laughs> I had Fred and or Ben Savage. I that's yeah. exactly who I Interesting.
2: had. Interesting, nice. Actually, in the Sa- parentheses, I had Cameron. Cameron just looks like Bernard.
0: Cameron <laughs> is. Uh, I get called Bernard a lot when I was younger, but I think that might have been people just recognizing Jew things back in West Delaware. No, 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 people, that's not it at all. You just look like Bernard.
1: I know I don't look like it now, but people used to be like, "Oh, you got a real Adam Sandler." Adam Sandler quality about you. I'm like, I think you just mean Jewish.
0: Yeah, I always got that vibe too. My throwaway, who I, we've done this a few times, but I just did Jake Johnson. But I don't even want him to be a kid. I'd like it to be Jake Johnson's the only other adult in the North Pole. He's like, oh God, I'm dealing with all these asshole kids here trying to build these build these toys. I'm 44 year old Jake Johnson.
1: I mean, I like him in mostly everything he's in, so I'm not going to. Fred Savage with wins is. that one. Maybe Cameron, but Fred Savage. Uh, Laura,
0: I did Carla Gugino.
2: Yep, I've
1: I thought done her about a lot. it, of course.
0: That is the, <laughs> we, uh, the the cold classic go-to. I can't blame you for it. That's good. I, I was going to put in Mary Stern uh, Sternbergen. St- uh, Sternbergen. Just because we've used from? her a lot. Uh, she's the mom from Step Brothers. She has curly hair. La- okay. Gotcha. But, but I switched it up this week, and I did Ashley Judd.
1: Well, I like Ashley Judd. You know I know her from know. Double Jeopardy. And that's it.
0: That's it. That's all I can think of. That's but. what
1: we really know where I'm from. I'm, I'm for, sure. She graduated from the University of Kentucky. She supports the basketball team. She sits her to... Winona and their mom is whatever. Typically,
0: when the Kentucky Derby happens, I see her talking about it.
1: Julia Louise Dreyfus uh, from Seinfeld, uh, Veep.
0: Uh, she is uh, in another Christmas movie. She is in Christmas Vacation.
1: She's in Christmas vacation. She's Margot. I don't know Margot. Mm. At this point, nineteen ninety-four, she's gonna have nineteen
0: ninety-four the crazy Seinfeld hair.
1: hair. Um who are we moving on to next? Neil?
0: Yeah, I had some trouble with this because I really do like uh I have a great uh, Judge Neil. Reinhold in this. He's, he's funny in this. Who do you have?
1: So I, I wanna agree with that. Um would I ever have, have I ever thought Judge Reinhold for this role? No. But when he's in it, I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> right. to match his goofiness, I went Jason Segel. Hmm.
0: Yeah. That, I, I did Jason that. Siegel too. What the fuck, dude? Nice. That's crazy. Nice. I did Will Forte. I don't know. I just, I didn't know who to pick, but I just wanted to pick a comedian. I almost I thought about
2: that's, other uh, comedians. You could do that kind of like, oh, uh, you love to hate d- him. Like, oh, that d- motherfucker.
0: Yeah. I wanted to put Bill Hader, but I didn't think it could be Bill Hader. Will Forte seemed like another SNL cast member around that time that could do it.
2: I could also do like a, the same Night of the Museum, Paul Rudd. Same as the Carlo Gugino. I did th- I,
0: I, that was my first thought, but, I, but I've used that one recently, so I didn't want to do it.
1: He, I think he's one of the best straight man in comedies. Jason Bateman might be good at it, too. Ooh, might Jason be a little Bateman too rough. Too, but
0: too, he'd almost like- Actually, this is leaning into who could be Scott Calvin. He actually could be Scott Calvin, maybe.
1: We're not there. Let's do Charlie. Let's just do our due diligence.
0: I didn't have a good Charlie.
2: Jonathan Lipnicki, whatever. Stuart Little, I don't give a fuck. I did Jonathan Taylor Thomas or a young Leo way better way better
1: so i obviously thought jonathan taylor thomas just bring together T- time and just keep it all yeah but i, but I, I did it uninspired... way
2: younger because like the, the jonathan taylor thomas that we know and love is
1: yeah he he knows he's like santa a pre-team like 12 yeah,
2: yeah he, he knows santa isn't real
1: i did an uninspired uh matthew lawrence the middle lawrence brother
0: okay that works for me too. Like those, all are all, those are all the equivalent '90s kid actors, kind of. I like that. Who'd you have for Scott Calvin, Santa Claus? I actually do. Oh, I do.
1: I do want to say though, I thought the kid that plays Charlie, normally with a role that's big, he does pretty he well. Does,
0: no, I would agree. For how young he seems, he does a pretty good job. Trickle down. Trickle down. Just question comment. This is an animosity, or I guess just like a. This is just a comment. But there's no way Charlie's not coming out weird after all this. With the weird divorce thing, and then your dad's a magical, <laughs> mythical creature, you're being a weirdie. Uh, should we let's move back on to Scott Calvin? Who do you guys have? I'm gonna go Robin Williams. Okay, I definitely Inter- thought of that. Interesting enough, he was uh, approached for the role. That's one of the uh, unverifieds. I like that. That, that totally works. Jordan, well, it just,
1: it, it, because of that, it just has a, this movie, along with parallels, it has kind of a misdoubt fire feel, kind of a hook feel. Yeah, it, it, it definitely, definitely seems like side. it would have been in his realm.
0: It's not as dickish. It's more like... You, it's, you'd It's almost feel for Robin Williams maybe a little more than Tim Allen. So I like well,
1: that. Well, he has his he has his own isms, but isms. what I actually think that uh, Tim Allen does well for the role is he does play a good, calming Santa Claus, but Robin Williams has that in spades, you know? Yeah,
0: true. Yes.
1: When he does his dramatic feeling, embracing acting so it, it would I kill have a somebody santa Claus.
2: still left on the board if you guys don't take this it'll be crazy so i want to hear who you have okay. in mind jordan over yours
1: i've got a weird one but i think he would do well and the first reason the, the big reason i casted him is because i'd love to see i'd love to see him as scott calvin and he's a good enough actor that whatever he does at santa would work robert downey Jr.
0: Oh, that's pretty good.
1: Take away the fact that he's Iron Man and whatever, but like his no, he, he's become so,
0: so culturally important and iconic and kind of fatherly because of Iron Man and the dickish <laughs> underbreath stuff that he says that actually kind of works all that snidiness. That's a good one too. Um yeah, definitely I did the someone else
2: there. It would be it'd be crazy to see him like in a fat like a fat bodysuit though, right?
1: So that's the only thing I'm like I'm sure he could. I don't know how it would do. I actually think I like Robin Williams as Santa quite a bit better but I like Robert Downey Jr. as Scott Calvin a bunch. I have Agreed.
0: something like that, too, because my, my my mine's more of a Scott Calvin than Santa Claus because he's a little too attractive, but he's kind of aging into it now. But Ryan Reynolds, playing that bad absentee Ooh. father who's being a dick to Judge Reinhold, it's just kind of aging him into Santa is a little bit of the problem I have, but he's a perfect Scott Calvin. His Toy Story counterpart. Tom oh. Hanks. That's, an, that's another person who was approached. He, Tom Hanks Tom was Hanks. also... A, Tom Hanks was attached to this for a while, but he ended up was dropping really,
1: out for conflict. I, I, like, I literally one.
2: tried to not even like look at like recasting what ifs.
1: Here's why Tom Hanks would be so good because I think people underestimate how irritated he is in a lot of his roles.
0: Uh, just some of the people who were approached for this originally, this was written for Bill Murray, but after he read it, he didn't think this was meant for his humor, so he immediately dropped it. Uh, next, Chevy Chase He'd was be good considered there. for the role. Che- yeah, I agree with that. Oh, so- uh, next it was Chevy Chase was the follow up that they were writing it for. They tried to rewrite it for him but he also agreed he didn't want to, he just did not like it at all. Then Robin Williams and Tom Hanks were the next two approach after, uh, before Tim that's, Allen. And I, I like, did, I swear and to God, I like God, did not better. even look that up. Honestly, that. I like Tom Hanks the best. I think this could have been an awesome Tom Hanks movie.
1: I think that a lot of people could have done the Scott Calvin part. It's tough to see them as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I think that's why this makes it a classic for whatever reason. He looks Tim good. Allen, as Santa Claus Tim yeah. Allen plays a good Santa Claus, which I, you wouldn't—I th- wouldn't have thought so before no. the movie happened. No, I mean, I even thought of Billy Crystal would be a good Scott Calvin. There's so many good Scott Calvins.
0: That'd be super weird because it'd be the most Jewish Santa Claus ever.
1: Well, I went on a little trope, and I also thought maybe Mel Brooks too, just to see, just to see. I mean, you don't gotta be Christian to be Santa. You just gotta kill someone on your roof. <laughs> Mound Rush, Rush Top Four. All right, this week because we're uh, uh, we're not going to do a movie category. It's our it's our final Christmas one. We're we're going to debate Christmas lights and decorations. Um, and we'll are
0: you that? a okay. colored light? Are you a white light? If it is the white light, are you that bright one or are you the muted one?
1: So my biggest thing when it comes to exterior mm-hmm. illumination. Is symmetry and uniformalism whatever lights you have. I do have my favorite kind, and I'll tell you, you can't mix and match.
2: I yeah. know you are like an icicle, like perfect symmetry, like white light guy. Far from it. He's an,
0: Cameron. Yeah, he's a he's a big bulb eighties colored light guy. He's been preaching that since high he's I'm been a big all about eighties really? colored guy.
1: Love it. Nostalgic I love you to the T. They're disappearing. It is hard, it is hard I to miss find, them. I miss I them so much. I will say this much. year
0: we are currently rocking just the that, that muted yellow white tree. Uh that fits with our decor though, but I but I will say the next tree next year I'm going to do the colored lights. And I'm going to do the mismatch all sorts of different ornaments instead of these cla- these classy bulbs. I I've, I have a classy <laughs> tree this year. I did a classy Those tree. Those big 80s bulbs. I
1: mean I,
2: I agree. I like you th- Great first pick.
1: So they have them now in plastic bulbs, but you know what they really mess up? They don't have any more the white, mm-hmm. the painted white light with it. It's missing, and you need the white bulb. It's not the with same that. without it. Uh,
0: I think in future I'm gonna forever do the the two tree method. Have the fun knickknack with the colored light tree, and then do the classy white one upstairs where everyone sees it.
1: So we've gotten into that. Uh, Megan and mm-hmm. I have the classy one in our living room, but we from our old apartment we have just like a small the, one the, the, the Charlie the Charlie Brown get, tree, like, if you will, High ornaments. Well, not even that. That's no. It's not a piece <laughs> of shit. It looks like a real tree.
2: The the colored tree where you put like your uh, your clay, or your like uh, your random.
1: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> your yeah, your school made shitty
2: ones. Your school made. <laughs> your
1: school <major. laughs> um, Ma- Megan and I do. I it, it became a fun thing. We used to just buy a new mm. Christmas ornament every year, but then we switched it to now when we go on a vacation, we buy an mm, ornament that's good from idea. where we traveled.
2: I think I, love I like that. that type of Christmas tree yeah, versus a but... uh, classic like gaudy, look at me Christmas tree.
0: Uh, Mark, were you ever the weird kind of family that did that <laughs> pop like threading popcorn as a decoration? No, but that that like, old time. That always intrigued
2: thing. me, right? Like. No, because I feel like I have
0: a living tree that's slowly dying, but also just adding (laughs) rotting popcorn to the mix just seems like too much. I have cats, animals will become a factor. One year we did try to be that family that hung candy canes on the tree, but I just started slowly picking off candy canes and it looked weird and mismatched and trashy. You were like a cat. You were like, oh, oh, god
2: damn it, he's getting getting in the tree again.
1: Mark, correct me if I'm I'm wrong, but aren't you completely pro- like 1750s candle, like real life candle yes. in the tree, like Nutcracker Wait, style candle, because
2: that, that's actually kind of sick. But it is a fire hazard. It it's is a huge fire. fire. I,
1: it, it's nobody not just a gets fire that. Hazard. There's no it's way that could happen.
0: There's... It's a fire. It's a, it's a, <sighs> it's a working fire.
1: Um, one thing I don't like. So I'm either I'm either white lights or the the colored mm. lights. I like the mixture. I don't like oh, all blue lights, that's the worst. Oh, yeah, all red that's, lights, all green that. lights. I, I hate the, the that. Worst
0: part of that. The worst part about that, too, is usually those here. people will have, like, I here's a section of all red, all green, all blue. It's not even yeah. just that they're just doing what you, all the all color. They're mismatching just mashes of all colors. Through the
2: second chapter of, like, the zoo lights at fucking Lincoln Park.
1: For a town center, sure, maybe. But at home, no, I don't weird. like it one bit. It ends up either looking, if you're just all red, you're not looking Christmassy. You're looking like the devil lives in your
0: house. Okay, where do you, where, where do you guys fall on, like, um, outdoor inflatable displays and projections? The, oh, that, actually, I was just about to get there, Cameron. Like, um, Halloween, I'm all for inflatables and mannequins like and stuff.
1: I'll say this. Normally, I like to keep it simple. I like to keep it classic and clean, no matter what type of lights you like. I'm not a big fan of inflatables and gaudy and tackiness. But there is a caveat. If you're going to go so fucking crazy over the top where you're just disrespecting them, pissing on everybody, I- I'm all right with it. If you've got like six inflatable things, not a light that matches even in a strand mix and holidays. I'm like, you guys are a nightmare, but oh, it works. If you go just so over the top and tacky, you kind of win. You kind of win me that. over. I'm like, that Hell is yeah. an eyesore, but you went for it. Um, you, you guys want to know a sneaky thing? I'll never do in my own house, and I rarely see in anybody else's. It's more like mm-hmm. in-store displays. I love a little Christmas village with, like, oh, the figurines. Yeah, like, are you stuff. kidding me? It's it's like the snow,
2: like, a, like gets over like.
1: I'll never do it in a million years, but when I see it, I'm like, yeah, way to go. Whoever did this, way to go.
0: Uh, real tree versus fake tree. I am 100% in the real tree camp. I've been getting for a couple of years now. They are expensive. It is going to add up over time, and I do have pine needles everywhere. But it smells magical. It look There's a living, there's a tree in my, there's a dying tree in my living room and it's awesome. I, mean,
1: I just like the I convenience of a fake tree. We grew up, we all grew up in the late 80s, early 90s to so all the 90s in the carpet era of the mm-hmm. So we all States, had fake, I,
0: mean? we had fake trees growing up. We, 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 we were going back and forth. We grew up with a fake tree. We went to real tree for a bit and then we had a shit ton of needles all the time so we went back to fake.
1: I'll tell a, a quick anecdote. around in my neighborhood. There was a person in like an apartment building that had a window or a mm-hmm. uh, display and it just said Merry Princess, but it had Prince's mm-hmm. symbol and it was purple. <laughs> Google it. If you're out there, I miss it. It's not Merry my neighborhood Princemas. anymore. If anybody knows about the whereabouts of the Merry Princess sign, please tell me. I now walk around the neighborhood with my, Megan and I go, where are you princess (laughs) (laughs) because i miss it
0: on that note thanks for listening to our episode of the santa claus if you like what you heard make sure you like and subscribe and share you can find us at cult classics pod on social media and you can write in your movie request to cult classics podcast at gmail.com thanks for listening we'll check you next week